What is going on, everyone? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders. I am very grateful to have your attention, at least for the next 15 minutes of this episode. Forward Thinking Founders is a podcast where I interview pre-seed and seed stage founders about their products, what they want to build into the world, and why. We dive into how they spend their time, what's their vision, what's the origin of stories, all these things, so you can learn all about what's coming tomorrow. Because these companies haven't hit critical scale yet. Most of them haven't hit product market fit. These are just early stage companies, and the big question is, what can this be? And in this podcast, we bring that out. So with that, I really hope you enjoy your time listening to today's episode. And I've already done 200 plus, so if you like this one, listen to some of the other ones, like with Imadi Kuhn, Austin Allred, Leah Culver. We have great interviews, so check it out. Enjoy the repository, and for now, let's get into today's episode. Here we go. All right. How's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders, where we talk to founders about their companies, their visions for the future, and how the two collide. Today, I'm very excited to be talking to David Larson Levine, who's a co-founder of SCOBY. Welcome to the show. How's it going? Going awesome. And thank you so much for having me here. Yeah, excited to have you on. I'm looking forward to learning more about what you are working on. For people that haven't heard of SCOBY, what, what is it? What are you working on? We're a Web3 creator ecosystem that's on an audio-video-centered app. Cool. So uh, walk me through a little bit about kind of if someone wants to try out SCOBY, you know, go onto the website, give the product a spin, what, what could they experience and what would their, um, yeah, what would their user experience be as they were to try the product? Sure. Well, to start, you go to scoby.social. Um, you can download, there's a link to the app store and Android's Google Play. And um, the first thing you're going to see is what we call shared experiences. So there are series which are sequences of shared experiences. There's events, which are one scheduled for the future. And then they're just spontaneous sessions that people start. So it's very much like uh, Twitter spaces or Clubhouse with video. Um, The big difference is we've really focused on the Web3 creator economy, meaning NFTs, DAOs, and social tokens, because um, I consider social media a failed experiment. I mean, it, it basically was platforms and brands like the rest of Western civilization just got in the middle of everything. And the distance between one human being called a creator and another human being who's their audience, fans, collectors, whatever you want to call them, is just annoyingly, frustratingly wide. So tell me, you know, there's a lot of problems in the world, right? And, you know, hundreds of companies solving all these different problems. Why, why did you pick this specific problem and this solution? I guess, in other words, what's the origin story for SCOBY and kind of how did you get started with this? I'm glad you asked. It was actually deeply personal. Um, two things happened at close to the same time. Um, we happened to have investors who were what they call on Wall Street uh, loan-to-own investors. Others of us call them venture capitalists. We had a, um, a three-tranche deal that was supposed to be $12 million. And after the first $4 million, they just took over. Um, and we fought for over a year, I tried everything I could possibly do to, I, I, 
I tried a, it was sort of like an episode of Silicon Valley. I tried an ICO to try and buy them out. We had a 40 million, we had bankers for $40 million reggae plus, but they were backed by this guy. I don't want to say too much more, um, but they were backed by um, a well-known billionaire and they basically just swore that they were going to destroy me rather than, you know, let me succeed. They, they said literally to my banker, I'm going to destroy Levine, his family and his company and all his companies in the future. So that was one wake up call. I was going to do the next thing fairly differently. Um, that was my fourth venture back startup. Um, and then the other side, this Danish company called Rockwool um, built a very heavily polluting toxic factory in this beautiful part of West Virginia where I live. And the toxicity wasn't just in the air and water, but the whole culture change, social media, it just polarized everything. And you had these um, basically alt-right political operatives um, everywhere just showing up on social media, slandering and sliming everybody. Um, and between the two things I saw, okay, I couldn't build a company in the same way. And also I just, I wanted this beautiful town of Shepherdstown and this beautiful Highland Valley at the Potomac and Shenandoah River to be safe from rapacious industry. Um, and another form of that same type of capital that would just distort everything and ruin our local economy. So um, I came up with the idea of SCOBY and I actually named it after the, um, if you live in a hippie town like Shepherdstown, we call Mayberry on acid, everyone on social media is like, do you have a mother SCOBY? SCOBY stands for symbiotic culture of bacteria and yeast which you use to brew kombucha. And it's just something that's shared. So I had this idea, if people were face-to-face -face like we are, it's hard not to have empathy um, because we have mirror neurons. And some of the people who were being really weird and cruel on social media were people I used to work with, like my old CFO and my old um, outside counsel. And so I decided there had to be something in the middle, which was live audio video, and it had to be very social, but it also had to have a completely new economic framework. So I read a lot about sacred economics and I just designed the whole thing basically to solve this, this problem I had of jerk off vulture capitalists and industrialists screwing up my beautiful little life yeah i mean i as as someone kind of working in that in that whole world i i understand and i i think that web3 as a whole um brings kind of a new perspective and new incentives um to kind of ever everything like everything on the internet at least so i'm very excited um to kind of see where this goes with uh, you know for you i guess I, I just wanted to add yeah, one thing to that sure. because I, I forget who it was, but there's this book that talks about technical solutions and adaptive challenges. So Web3 brings all these technical solutions, but 
the adapted, adaptive challenges can only be changed through changing your beliefs and ultimately deep culture change. So that's what I decided to go for, was to focus on the culture change. And for that, I'm actually launching an in-game, I'm sorry, an in-app game called Map Shifting, where um, it's going to be launched next week. So hopefully by the time people hear this, they'll be able to go to scoby.social. Actually, you'll be able to go to mapshifting.com and start the game. So it sounds like, I mean, based on the, the origin of story and what you're building and kind of, uh, kind of all the pieces coming together, it sounds like there's like a very exciting future to be had uh, when, when you reach kind of your vision for a SCOBY. So I guess my question for you is what, what is your big vision? What direction are you rowing in with the company? What does the world look like in five, 10, 15 years when this kind of all works out? Yeah, well, civilization is ending. Like Western civilization, it's, it's played out. It was a good ride, but it's played out. Um, what I actually see is a new place for me to live. Like just, I see in five years, like cool people from around the world. This is where they live and work and do all kinds of things. And there's no longer, we've literally gone beyond, like I would say of, of our, 12 person team, probably eight are in Venezuela. Now, before I started working with people in Venezuela, I really thought the people in Venezuela like were eating rats and didn't like, cause that's what our, our media says. That's what like we're led to believe because of all the sanctions and everything. But these are brilliant people, you know? And so I just realized that there really is no need for national boundaries anymore. There are no need for corporate boundaries. Like I could have a project going with these guys in Venezuela and a project going with you and a project, go like all, it just basically, I really see it as a catalyst for a complete reconfiguration of society. I know that sounds insanely ambitious, but uh, that's kind of the nature of what we're up to. There are, are dozens at this point, you know, founders that have come onto this podcast with like very like ambitious sounding <laughs> ideas. And two years later, here they are raising like hundreds of millions of dollars to like bring it to bring it to life and make it happen. So there's no no version of too ambitious on this podcast. But the ambition, you know, comes with something that is needed to make it happen, which is help, which is like bringing people together to actually make an ambitious vision happen. So my question for you is how can the forward-thinking founders community help? Are you hiring? Are you raising money? You know, token sale? Are you looking for users, partners? How can we assist? Well, I just posted on WeFunder, wefunder.com slash SCOBY, just raising a very modest 125K. Um, so I would love for everybody to chip in there. Um, Someone I just met on Twitter recently, when they heard about what we were doing, they said, well, this would be awesome for our office hours. They have a, a social token company. Um, so I would love for founders to hop on SCOBY and find out all kinds of ways to use it to build their own communities and do all kinds of things. I think those are the first two. Um, we're not hiring at the moment, um, but you know, those are, I uh, would love to meet everybody out there and just see how we can connect up all these ecosystems. And then for my last question, if someone wanted to learn more, can I find you online? 
where, where can they find you? Do you have website, social media presence, email address, you know, WeFunder, how, how can they find you online? Yeah, well, personally, I'm motodave.com. So that has links to most of my projects and most of my social media. So motodave.com. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. I really appreciate it. And best of luck building this out. Thanks so much. It was super fun.